Are you guys ready to talk about motivation, gain all the motivation in the world and lose it in the next five minutes? Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Kyle Talk. All right, everybody, what is going on? Welcome back to Kyle Talks, where I'm Kyle and we talk. Thank you guys so much. Let me just start off this episode by saying this. Thank you guys so, so much for a great response to episode one. Um, I'm excited to be back here for two. So I want to take just a few moments here, not drag it out like the first episode. That was some of the criticisms I got, actually, that they're like, we get who you are, let's get to the topic, but like in a good way, at least hopefully, that you guys let me know. Um, Let's talk about some stats from the first episode. Um, Because I'm actually, I know it's the first one, these stats, that was me clicking my pen. If you heard that clicking noise, I will not do that anymore. But let's talk about some of the stats of the first episode. Because I want to share how you guys supported me. Uh, I know I just started, but I am like so appreciative of exactly what's going on here. And I really just want to talk about it, share it with you guys, let you guys what's know what's going on. It, well, I mean, it was only my first episode, so this is not, oh my gosh, a million downloads. Average listen time was five minutes or whatever, not five, well... Hopefully more than five minutes, but you get what I'm saying. So let's get down to the brass tacks and talk about how you guys supported me the very, very first episode. So the first episode, thank you for the response. It had over 12 downloads. I was not expecting that. I thought maybe like, like that, that may not sound like a lot, but like I legit, I even said in the first episode, I was expecting maybe like four people. To like legitly, and I mean four, like three to four people, like maximum to listen to it. So the fact that I actually had some people download it and actually listen to it and give time to response, I appreciate you so much. That is awesome. Thank you guys. And thank you guys who just clicked on it and got the preview, because I see that too. We had a lot of people just look at the preview, which was great, like 50 of you guys. So thanks for just looking at the preview. That helps me as well. And then I had tons of feedback. You guys were giving me positive criticism, let me know what I could do better, what was good, what was funny. Um, I'm actually surprised that made some of y'all laugh. I hope you guys actually enjoyed it. It was talking about pilot episodes. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? That is awesome. Thank you guys for that. It kind of like feels good knowing that, okay, maybe I am kind of entertaining. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. But I appreciate the support. I had a lot of people actually texting me um, who knew me personally, um, which is almost everyone at this point. And then... Um, uh, I was going to say email me, Oof, I'm a boomer, but uh, they were DMing me about like their answers to the questions, some reached out on Twitter, Insta, uh, it was actually really cool to see that kind of interaction just in the first episode, um, it's mostly from friends and family, so I appreciate your support, um, most people who reached out, I have a personal relationship with you already, y'all are awesome, y'all know I big, big, big love y'all. And I couldn't, literally, I couldn't be more appreciative for the, just the first episode support. Um, yeah, so good criticisms. I have this, like, outline here, right? So I go through it. I'm not an outline kind of guy, you know? I'm, I don't need, I like structure and organization, but I don't really need, like, every single word I need to be, say outlined. I just, like, my outline is legit intro. Say my intro. We'll come back to episode two general statistics and I give like general points of talking which I just further elaborate and whatever comes to my mind at that moment is how I elaborate it so yeah my outlines literally just general ideas that becomes fleshed out as I talk so anyways 
want to say thank you guys so much for the great response and love and support from the first episode. Man, who would have thought? I legit thought like three, four people were going to watch it at most. So the fact that I legit like three times, four times that is super, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Motivating, encouraging, I think. Yeah, super motivating and encouraging. So I'm encouraged as heck with two C's, two C's. I'm really excited about the future of the podcast. I'm excited about where it's going to go. I've had lots of people say, hey, let me be on your next podcast. Let me be on your interview. Definitely. We'll work something out. Some of you guys have already uh, messaged about that. Um, like I said, I do plan for this. I like I like interviews. I think I play well off of people. And I think people play well off of me. I think that, and I'm not saying that as, ooh, you know, don't get weird. Like, I'm not saying it like I'm the greatest person ever. I just like human interaction. That's what it comes down to. So, yes, thank you for this podcast. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to get this going. Now, I've been talking for five minutes about this. I meant for it to be two and a half minutes. So if you've made it this far, welcome to today's topic where we talk about drum roll. Give it away, Toby. He's sniffing my hand. Okay, we're talking today about motivation. Now, when I was going through the episode list, like different topics, by the way, it's kind of, it's not hard to think about topics, but it is. If you get it, you get it. So I was going through the topics today. I was like, what is a good topic to talk about? What is something that's funny, that can relatable? I like to talk about stuff that I can relate to because it's easier to talk about. It's easier to get there. What's one thing that is relatable? And I was like, you know what? This is where, this is where the motivation, ah, hey. Look at that. I pun intended. I don't, this is where the motivation came. I didn't mean to do that, but it's actually cool. It worked out like that. This is where the motivation came from for this episode. So as you know, your boy's in college right now, doing my thing, about to graduate in a semester in two classes. More information on that later. And I was, I was writing my papers as, you know, my 10-page papers, my 15 pages, my five-pagers. Thank you, professors, for those five pages. You know who you is. But I was watching, and he was I'm like, when I do homework, I need something in the background to listen to to drown out the sound of my loneliness. Ha ha ha, JK, but not. So what I was doing was I said, you know what? I haven't seen Infinity War, and that's one of my favorite superhero movies besides the three original Spider-Mans and the new Spider-Mans in the MCU. Let me watch Infinity War while I do write this paper about philosophy of leadership, which is not as hard and not as easy as you think it'd be writing about. So anyways, I'm watching Thanos has become one of my favorite villains ever, right? Is this going to get copyrighted? Do I need to talk to this about someone before I talk about a Marvel thing? Marvel, I do not own any rights. I just love your movies. So this is free advertisement that you probably don't need, but you're welcome. So I was watching Infinity War. And Thanos has become one of my favorite villains of all time. I think I didn't really know about him, to be honest, before the MCU. And I have just fell in love with his character, his brute style of leadership, and how he's willing to do what he wants to do, no matter the cost. I mean, if you think about it, Thanos kind of got it right. Like, he ain't, like, he a bad guy, I guess, but he's really not. He just wants the world to extend past what's supposed to. If that means killing half of the known world, known universe, known multiverse at complete random, I don't know about you, but 
if we're talking like for the sake of the future of the world and resources, that sounds reasonable to me. Like he said, poor, rich, broke, nothing, everything, all alike, all in the same way, mathematically at random, chosen to die for the future of the world. There's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no bias at all. It's completely at random, poor, rich, successful, not successful. So I think that's really interesting, and that's what really caught my eye. Is Thanos really a, maybe that's another episode. Is Thanos a bad guy? So anyways, I'm watching this as I'm writing my paper. Whew, that was a long, that was a really long piece about why I'm doing this. So I was watching that, and in the beginning of Infinity War, you see Thanos um, completely, spoiler alert, complete, I mean, if you haven't watched it by now, you're just not going to watch it. But he completely decimates Thor's ship, right? And then um, uh, Squidward gives him his, like, uh, the Tesseract. So he squeezes it, and he's like, your personage, none holier. And he's like, take off his armor. He has his gauntlet out with his right hand, right? By the way, I'm do- you can't see it, but I'm literally acting it out as I'm speaking. So he crumples it up, moves it, and he places it in his um, gauntlet. He's like, ah, and he feels the power. And I don't know why that action of watching him put the gem into his gauntlet is motivational for me. He wanted it. He I'm now now I'm not making a statement on whether it was right or wrong, you know, slaying all those people, think what you think in this movie, right? Not in real life. But like he wanted it and he took it and he's more powerful for it. Now you think now here's okay, let's take a break real quick. You guys are like, oof, this Kyle guy is talking about like doing whatever he wants to get power. Like this dude's crazy. We're talking to Thanos. We're listening to Thanos right now. Like we gotta chill off of this guy. Let's pray. No, that's not what I'm saying. Chill. I get chill. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I don't know why. You always find unlikely motivation. You always find motivation in unlikely unlikely areas. If you agree with that, hit me on social media and let me know. My uh, social media is in the description of this episode. But hit me up. Do you actually find motivation in unlikely areas? Because I do. So this is one of those unlikely areas where I got motivation. He took it. He had it. He's more powerful for it. And he was on a mission. Right or wrong is not what is right or wrong isn't the conversation here. The conversation is motivation. And I don't know why, but that was my unlikely motivation. He took it and like having that power. It looked cool. He's like, ah, screaming, you know, whatever. Probably made millions of dollars just for screaming at that one point. Um, Josh Brolin, the actor, but that was so cool to see. And like, I don't know. I just got motivated while writing my paper. I was like, "Oof, this is good. I like this. This that this Thanos guy. He's a guy. This guy is a a unit, a complete unit. And so that's where my motivation came. I was like, you know, what? I'm motivated to do my paper to get what I need to get done done, and just do it. And all throughout the movie. Um, you see them actively trying to stop Thanos, and Thanos still achieves his goal of snapping his fingers at the end of the movie. Thor doesn't kill him. Thor gets fat, yada, yada. But that's where my motivation came from. I was like, you know what? Let's talk about motivation. Like, I got motivated real quick from there. So that's why it came up. I actually did some research real quick on the definition of motivation and what neurologically causes it. So motivation... Um, as a noun, it can be used as the reasons, reason, apostrophe, or not apostrophe, the reason or reasons, parenthesis, one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So, I mean, all you guys know what motivation is. It's a neurological chemical that, uh, what's the name of it? Oof, I don't remember the name of it. Um, someone let me know. 
but it clicks in your mind when you can relate. First, something has to be relatable and applicable. And after that is like past the parts of your brain psychologically where it's one relatable to you and two applicable, two different things, it creates something in your brain where it's like, I can achieve this through the same goals that this person has, or they have set goals that are attainable and relatable to me in a way that I can relate to this person and achieve the same fashion that this person has, or not even this person, what nature has inspired me to do. So crazy things, you can like it down to the nitty gritty of it, but it's all psychological. It's all in your brain. So interesting with that. So now our causes of motivation. So I'll tell you what, like, I want to heart back to the unlikely motivation. What have y'all ever gotten out of, like, unlikely motivation from? That's the podcast question. Episode two question. What is your unlikely cause of motivation? I actually want to know. Like, I'm talking, you ever just, like, walking around, you see a crack in the cement, and you're like, hmm, 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 I can be a billionaire. Like, let's do it. But how did that, like, you know what I'm saying? Or are you just, like, walking down the street? You see a light, you see like the street lights go on. You're like, huh, interesting, interesting. I think I have a cure for cancer, you know, whatever. And you just like so motivated in like those five minutes. Like I'm going to freaking do this paper. I'm going to do work. I'm going to go to work for nine and a half hours. Rip me. I'm doing that back to back to back to back this week. (laughs) Pray for your own boy. But it's like, I'm going to get through it. And then you're seven, eight, maybe at maximum 10 minutes in. And you're like, okay, that was nice. I'm kind of over it now. Whoa, right? Why? Why? Y'all ever get motivated for like five minutes? And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to go back to my life. Right, this isn't too much. I'm good. <laughs> you want me to wake up when? Six? You said, Who? You mean 12, 11? You know what I'm saying? What is, what, is that our generation? I have down right here in my notes. Is this a generational thing? How did the boomers do it? You know, I was just talking to a guy the other day, um, business-like, internship-like, and he was telling me, like, yeah, it's hard for your generation, Zoomers, holla, by the way, I'm a Zoomer, Um, as most of you, my friends who are listening to this, um, but he was like, yeah, it's harder for your generation to get out because everything's so gosh darn expensive, uh, his words exactly, uh, that you guys can't like, you can't move out Ma's and Pa's house. They're like, back in, back in my day when I was 16 years old, I got the motivation to move out, paid my own bills. Okay, Bill, first of all, your apartment rent was $20 a month back then. It now costs you your firstborn to live anywhere in an apartment nowadays. So they had... And so we went, you know, all the way. I appreciate you, Bill. That's not his name, but I appreciate you. But it was it was interesting to see because that motivation from whatever era ago to, like, live on your own, that was kind of like the dream, right? Like, if you think about, like, old, like, not old Americans, I guess, but, like, older generation Americans, like, in this country. Like, I'm talking our grandparents, maybe your parents, depending on how old they are, some professors. But, like, they all of, I feel like they all have the same story. I feel like if you're over like 40, 50, you got kicked out of your house, you bought an apartment, and you married your wife, and you have like six kids in five years. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, am I wrong? 
for real. Am I wrong? I don't know. But like, I feel like that's the story of them all, right? So it's like that motivation, and they did it though, is the thing. They paying for our butts to live in their houses right now. Don't even act like don't eat, don't do, don't feel some kind of way because you know I'm right. Don't be. Oh, I'm gonna click, let me click off this podcast real quick. Nah, you need to listen. You gotten this far. You finna listen. But you know what I'm saying. So my point is why. I mean, without getting, to, we can get into the economics. I love economics. We can talk about dollar signs all day. But we talk about motivation. Like they were had such strong motivation back then, and I really hand it to them because most of them I feel like are doing it now. Still, they're supporting us. They feeding us. We at home TikToking. We at home working at Target or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they're still supporting us. So they did it, right? The motivation was there. And I think it's clear. But was it made because it was easier back then or not? I'm curious. What do you guys think? Let me know. Um, message me. Hit me through social media. I love interacting on there. Let me know. But yeah, motivation is so weird. It's finicky, I want to say. Especially as a college student at Zoom University. I think, I think I'm going to do a whole separate episode for Kyle Talks Zoom University. But this is just crazy to me because how is it that motivation so fleeking, fleeking, is fleeking a word? Finicky, fleeting, fleeting, so fleeting, but it comes so easily and it goes. I think there's a lot more to motivation than just getting it one. Motivation, like if you actually want something, like it takes time. Like I'm going through a fight with my school right now to get school bills paid for to help me out to finish i'm so close to graduation i'm gonna be the first graduate in my family the first college graduate in my family so it's like i ain't letting no school stop me i'm literally a semester and two classes away it's stressful your boys i might have cried myself to sleep last night (laughs) jk but not but it's like i'm gonna finish it that's my motivation right so i think that's and it's kind of interesting the time in i'm in personally talking about this because motivation goes and y'all know when it goes it's hard to get back it is hard to hold on to motivation once it's gone because that's where I think really the rubber meets the road. And I think with our generation, look, I'm a part of it with y'all. I'm in the same generation as y'all. So don't even think Kyle, dude, dog. I'm talking about myself too. We in the same. But I think what's wrong is we have this idea of motivation that comes so easily and goes so fast. And I really think if I'm going to be honest, I think it's because of the internet. I think the internet has caused us to lose motivation because everything gets brought to us easier. Now, I ain't saying that because I was told that. My daddy was a, is a, a huge computer dude. I grew up with computers and internet my whole life. I could, I could deconstruct your computer, put it back together. I could talk about all the software and hardware that goes in computer. And it's, it's really given us a – our phones are computers too. It's really given us um, – what do I call it? It's really given us like an idea of wanting stuff now and then having it like interact with us thoroughly in a way that's sustaining and there's no drop off points. When you think about social media, when you think about playing video games, watching YouTube, that content is so that content is so like interactive and sustaining every minute that what keeps us in. Motivation can sustain us for those minutes, but now as like this is what I'm saying, I've done no like scholarly research this is all like my ideas and thoughts i actually think i might do some scholarly research after this episode um and then post an update to social media but i think what happened with motivation it can be substantive and articulative in a certain set amount of time 
but then after we after it becomes not that way, after it becomes we're at work, after it becomes we're doing the homework, after it is that we're trying to pay for school, it becomes not substantive and more of a burden. So it's harder to carry motivation around because it's not, I'm not interacting with it. Does that make sense? I hope I'm not getting, I'm, I'm already gotten deep. It's, we've already on the deep end right now. We've already in the thing. We're swimming in the thing right now. But I hope you guys follow. Like, do you under, like, Am, do, am I tripping right now? Am I crazy? Or do you guys understand? That's all I want to know, really, is like, does this make sense? Like, I want to truly, so this is just how I feel. So motivation for us, I think the core reason is that we've been trained to be so interactive and substantive. That's Toby. He's sharpening. You good? You done? He's saying hi. Say hi. He said hi. Okay, thanks, Toby. Thanks for your incursion. So I think what's wrong with our motivation is that as younger people, because that's the only thing I can relate to, um, my Zoomers and millennials are older than me, but millennials and Zoomers were kind of in the same boat. Um, so that's what, how I see it. You know, I think that our motivation becomes, it's real and substantive at first, but the second it doesn't entertain us anymore, and we don't have to interact with it. I feel like it falls off the face of the map. And obviously that's true. You see, y'all ever seen the meme where it's like a dirt road and it says, <laughs> it says me. And then it shows like a, like a little snip bit of road and it goes my five seconds of motivation. And then it shows the other side of the dirt road. And it says me after those five seconds. That's so true. That's true, dude. True. I ain't never seen anything more truthful in my life, in my life. So that's like, that is, I've seen it. I've interacted with that. I'm sure y'all have too. Don't even try to cap. Don't be like, nah, Kyle, I don't know about none of that. Nah, Kyle, you, you tripping, cuz. I don't even know about none of that. No, you cap. Don't lie to yourself. You know you do. You know you felt like that. But why, you know? Why is it so hard to hold motivation? Now, I could be completely wrong. Let me be transparent and say that I've done no scholarly research into this, like, at all. It's just from my education so far from the school system and my understanding of, like, the mind and psychology so far and my educational prime, you know, where this is what I see it as. This is my hypothesis. This is my theory of what I believe motivation is fleeting to my generation and the generation of millennials as well. Am I a Zoomer? I'm almost positive I'm a Zoomer. Everyone has different scales. I don't think I'm a millennial. Millennials are like 25, 26. I'm 23. So I think I'm not a boomer. Or, oh, I'm definitely not a boomer. But I think I'm a Zoomer and not a millennial. But everyone kind of uses different scales, so I'm not sure. But either or, it all applies to the same idea, to the same theory. And this is why I believe. Um, yeah, so motivation is fleeting um it's hard to keep this generation and let me just say this thank you guys for listening thus far but motivational speakers man they got it easy you will be successful you got this now give me millions of dollars i'm in the wrong gig i think i'm gonna stop this podcast i'm gonna just quit school and i'll become a motivational speaker i'll make those you know those little quotes that you see on you know Kristen's instagram you know, got the Bible verse, and they got something like, you can do it. You are enough. 
go kill it, sis, with like a space and clouds background, and they get a hundred of likes. But in the previous picture, she was showing off. Never mind, we ain't gonna get into all that. But you see what I'm saying? You see how easy it is to to do inspiration. Are inspiration and motivation the same thing? Someone let me know in the chat. I don't know. But it's like, you know, she got the whole picture posted next to the, you know, the journal, the coffee. Like, she didn't sit there for a whole 30 minutes trying to make sure it all looks perfect. So we think her life is together. Homegirl, we got you. We all in the same generation. You good. You ain't got a front to us. We feel you. We know how it really is on the inside. But it's just so easy to cause motivation and get it. And then after she takes that picture, it's like... I'm gonna go watch YouTube, or I'm gonna go watch whatever, you know. I'm gonna go hit up Homeboy. You shouldn't be hitting up Homeboy anyway, but I guess you're gonna do anyway. That's a whole you see what I'm saying? So, that is kind of how I see motivation, how it affects us as a young generation, how we see it. It comes, it goes. How do we keep it? Let me end with this. Thank you guys so much. This episode's a little longer than the last. I feel like there's a little more talkative with us. I felt there's more interaction. There's more thought-provoking ideas here. I generally want to keep my videos between 20 and 25 and 20 minutes to 30 minutes at most. Maybe if I'm doing interviews, 45 to an hour. This just depends on the topic, and I'm just getting started. So I don't need you guys to sit here and listen to me forever because um, that's awkward. But yeah, if you made it this far in the video... Text me, um, hit me up on social media, hit me with the word flinger donger, like Kyle flinger donger. Then I knew you watched through the whole video. I know you killed the podcast. You listened to it. You thought about it. So yeah, if you've made it here, text me, hit me up on social media, flinger donger. And I'll be like, I love you. Thank you so much for making it this far. Anyways, thank you guys for making it this far. I'm so excited to get back into the future. I've already messaged some people about some possible interviews doing great things. I got more topics in the work. Thank you guys coming. I am Kyle and this has been Kyle Talks and I cannot wait to talk to you next time. Peace.